Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember, you have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You will get your own opportunity to win some money in just about 10 minutes from now. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. And ESPN Radio, of course, is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm Amber Wilson, in for Max Kellerman, Keyshawn, J. Will. They are here. Hit us up. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've been talking a lot about the football that we saw yesterday, and football it was. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, guys, they were down at the half, 13-7 to to the New York Giants. They came storming back. Three touchdowns on three consecutive drives in the third. They end up beating the Giants 28-20. to I asked Jay off the top of the show when we were talking about this game if this is the end for Big Blue. But let's talk about the Cowboys side of this for a moment. Does this now convince you that the Cowboys are one of the best teams in the NFL? You're asking me, Amber? Jay, yes. Yes. Your name is Jay, right? I, yeah, I but you had that. mentioned my, my thought before. I know this one's it's, it's all good. Jay was I, thinking about the food from yesterday as he was watching. I'm still recovering. Also, I'm still in a comatose state of mind, Amber. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's the tryptophan. We're all still in a little bit of a Thanksgiving hangover here. No, I look, I, I've always thought that Dallas had a higher ceiling than other teams in the NFC because of where that defense was and what you wanted to see from Dak Prescott at related to the difference between, you know, what he did with this team before, you know, and when he was out with Cooper. So, I, yesterday was somewhat impressive. I mean, Dak in the first half, not so much. I think later in the game, you started to see the game coming around offensively. But, like, I also look at this Giants team, and I say, you know, I, I, the Giants are a good team. But I, I never thought the Giants were a team contending for a Super Bowl, right? Um, it, this, the defense for the Cowboys, taking away the run game, it makes the Giants a one-dimensional team. And that's always been the Giants' Achilles heel, right? When you're sucking Daniel Jones to then create things and when Saquon isn't able to have a great all offensive game. So I, I think the Cowboys are one of the teams that should contend for a Super Bowl. Do I think they are the de facto favorites in the NFC? No, I still have the Eagles as the favorites, and I still have the 49ers as a team that's right there with the Cowboys. You know, when you look at the Dallas Cowboys and you look at yesterday, Dak Prescott struggled. He got eventually got on track, and the, and the offense kind of rolled a little bit. But this is a defensive team right now. This They're led by their defense and Michael Parsons and company, and that's how you win Super Bowls. I know a lot of people like the, the flash. I'm an offensive player. I play receiver. I want the football in my hands, no question about it. But I also understand what it takes to get a championship. Defenses win championships. The offenses are part of – Everything, but the defenses are the one that set the standard. They set the goals. Like the foundation is set defensively for the Dallas Cowboys. And as long as Dak Prescott doesn't screw things up, he, you know, he was 30 or 21. He kind of took my recipe that I like the Amber and 20, uh, 30 or 21, 261 yards, two touchdowns, but he had the two interceptions along the way. And they still rush, you know, they were able to, to run the football effectively and play defense. That's how you win in this league. If you have 
that recipe minus the interceptions and the turnovers, you're going to win a ton of games. And I think they're on to something. Now, Jay mentioned San Francisco. San Francisco's right there, too. You know, we, we poke fun at the Minnesota Vikings based on how they got run, uh, uh, run out of the building against uh, the Dallas Cowboys. But Minnesota's right there. And then we can't sleep on Tampa Bay, and we can't obviously sleep on Philadelphia. But see, but see, Amber, here, here's what I really worry about as it relates to the Cowboys. Do they have the talent? Yes. There's no doubt about it. 95 penalties so far this year. It leads the NFL. Mm-hmm. This is the same team that led the NFL last year in penalties. So there are still themes that are hovering in my mind, regardless of whether they are accurate or not. Mike McCarthy, end of game decision-making, and then penalties. Because, look, you have to clean up a lot of that stuff because teams who have high-volume penalties find ways to lose close games, and that's a major concern if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan today. Yeah, for me, there's five concerns with this team. At least there were before this week. Uh, Mike McCarthy, in terms of certainly clock management, yep. the penalties that Jay mentioned, whether CD can be a number one in terms of receiving, Dak's health, and then the biggest concern for me, defensively, Key, because you keep mentioning that Dallas defense, and yes, we know they're so elite in terms of that pass rush. It was problematic in terms of that run defense. And you saw how problematic that was against the Green Bay Packers. The last two weeks, though, it feels like they fixed that problem. So now some of those other concerns are starting to seem a little less concerning if they get that one off the books. Well, what happens in, in, on the defensive side of the ball when, when teams start to struggle on, in certain areas, like the run fits, is because they're trying to do too much. Guys are not in their gaps when they're supposed to be. They're trying to get sacks. They're pinning their ears back. They're not paying attention. to. It's not the coaching. It's the responsibility of the players. The coaching and the scheme is there. The scheme has worked all year long. It's worked in the past for other teams that Dan Quinn has been the orchestra of the defense and calling plays as a defensive coordinator. The players have got to have gap responsibility, lane integrity. they got to be able to do all those things. But if you all of a sudden as a player, you start to do things that, that you're not supposed to do, it's going to hurt your defense. And you mentioned they got it together over the last couple of weeks is because those players went back and did self-evaluation and self-check to say, okay, if we do what we're supposed to do, and you, as Bill Belichick would always say in the past, as you heard him, Amber, just do your job. That's all you got to do. If you do your job, everything else will fall in play. Well, everybody's doing their job right now, but it was kind of surprising when it comes to the production from the New York Giants. I want to get into the Giants side of things, but I want you guys to hear this day ball soundbite first because the head coach of the New York Giants, he kind of pulled a Zach Wilson uh, with his answer. He was asked at this point in the season, the, the Giants now, it's week 12. They're starting to drop some of these games, even though they've had a really good season up to this point. He was asked right now, is this the time in the season where this team is at a crossroads? Here's Dayball. To this point, do you see the season kind of at a crossroads here? No. I see us getting ready to play Washington. No. I mean, at least he expanded more than Zach Wilson with the one-syllable answer. But no, we're getting ready to play Washington. Not exactly the answer, Jay, that the reporter was looking well, Amber, for. I, you know, I listened to the press conference, and my, my biggest takeaway from listening to all the Brian Dable sound yesterday was the fact that This man gave no excuses. Like, I actually want to applaud that for a second. Like, they're playing with their third, fourth string corners out here. Okay, you got third, fourth string wide receivers out here. 
Like, the fact that the Giants are in a lot of these games is beyond impressive to me. And actually, I think Bold's a bigger case for Brian Dable to be coach of the year in the NFL. So, once again, offensively, everything comes down to if you take away the run game from Saquon Barkley, you know, now you're asking Daniel Jones to drop back and, and, and be a savior. And we all know what the formula is here to win these big games. We're seeing the Dallas Cowboys do this, right? We're, we're seeing – Championship teams, we see the 49ers do this. We're seeing everybody with the exception of the Kansas City Chiefs doing it because Patrick Mahomes is just crazy. Your quarterback drops back 25 to maybe 30 times. Like, they have two touchdowns, no turnovers. You run the ball for a buck and some yards. Like, that's how you win games. And so now we're asking them to do things outside of what they've been doing. So, look, is it going to factor into them, you know, being a playoff team down the stretch? Maybe not. But I've also said this, like the Giants have had a successful season. Like I want to stamp down on that. A successful season for what they've had to work with. They've been overachieving. And it's about where this team is going. And I really don't really care how they finish things down the stretch, frankly. I don't. Keith, this has been a successful season, but the point of the season also was figuring out what you do with Daniel Jones because you also have to pay Saquon, too. And Saquon, he didn't do a ton yesterday. 11 carries, 39 yards on the ground. Daniel Jones was 21 of 35, 228 yards passing. Touchdown, no interceptions. They are starting to lose some of these games. Obviously, divisional stretch coming up here. If they are dropping games here towards the end of the season, what do you do with trying to pay those two guys? Well, I think that, one, you pay them both. Now, what those numbers are, I don't know, and and I've always told people this. You can pay whoever you want to pay when you want to pay them. And I understand people, oh, salary cap, we can kick the can down the road. Every team kicks the can down the road. And the ones that don't kick the can down the road, they don't win football games and they don't win championships. So I don't get caught up in worrying about the numbers on the salary cap standpoint. I think you have to look at it and say, okay, is Daniel Jones a long-term answer? And when I mean long-term, over the next three to four years, not the next 10 years. Can we survive and get past the next three years with him? Can we go out in free agency or in the draft and get a guy who comes in, uh, you know, can we get a T. Higgins, for instance, to come over and give him help so we can get a true evaluation of what he is at the quarterback spot? We already know what Saquon Barkley is. So, yes, you pay both of those guys and you continue to build this football team. they got a good football team. They're a little bit ahead schedule, but they got a really good football team, and they shouldn't be. They shouldn't apologize to no one. And now they're sitting at seven and four on the season. Uh, lots of tough games. Couple against the Eagles. Couple against the Commanders coming up. We'll see how the Giants end up handling it. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson filling in for Max. It is time. Let's get you guys paid. Okay, it's this hour's winning word for the KJM ten thousand dollar a day giveaway. When you hear the winning word, you text that word to triple seven triple zero, and you're entered for your chance to win. We're going to do it every weekday from now until the end of the show on December seventh. No purchase necessary. Ends December. 7th, 2022. See complete official rules at ESPNradio.com slash contest. Get money. The winning word today is hope. Do the New York Giants still have hope this season hope. of Bing making bang. a postseason run? Hope. H-O-P-E, go ahead and text it right now, 777-000 for your chance to win 2,500 bucks. All right, guys, it is time here on KJM to play real or not real. Let's go.
Wait a minute. Who's real? Who's not? For real or not real, we bring in our producer once again, Pat Costello. Pat, you're a superstar. What's up? You say once again like it's a bad thing. More me. You know, the, the more the better. I, I, you penciled yourself <laughs> in quite a few times in this rundown well, today. Know. I've noticed that. Wow. Wow. Okay, Amber. Okay. <laughs> I like it. This is what I'm saying with you, Amber. This is why I rock with you. <laughs> yeah. Pencil itself in. If anybody wants producers that's trying to get in, just call Pat Costello. He'll Dancing be you know, all up fine. in the video. All up in the video. Key, go ahead. You host this one. You got it. Uh, oh, no, 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 we doing? no, 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 Pat. Pat, you oh, got it. You, you just Pat, like you a producer. It. Now you Pat, this is like your a time. producer. This is your time to pouting. shine. Let's go. He pouting now. Okay, okay. You got All right, fine. We're playing real or not real. Underdogs who will win on Sunday. Key, we'll start with you. Tampa Bay at Cleveland. Cleveland plus three and a half. Real or not real, Cleveland wins. Not real. Not real at all. I, it, it, when was the last time Cleveland or Tampa Bay played? It feels like forever, right? I think when you look at this situation, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are starting to get a little bit healthy. They, the last time I saw them, they played solid football. Tom Brady, since coming becoming public that he was getting a divorce, he's played better. I think that was bothering him along the way. I don't see where Cleveland wins this football game at all. Look, Cleveland has lost their last six or seven games. This is not real. I think Tampa, they get their running game going again against Cleveland. And the reality is that defensively, they should be able to keep Cleveland pretty contained. So I'll go with Tampa to win. Yeah, I'm going not real as well. It feels like the Bucks have started to figure things out. Uh, getting healthier would help as well. But it's Cleveland. What are we talking about? Not real. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Tennessee plus three and a half. Key real or not real, Tennessee wins this week. I think it's real. It's a rematch of the divisional round playoff game from a year ago when Tannehill basically gave the football to the Cincinnati Bengals. No Joe Mixon in the lineup. No Chase, even though Chase is practiced this week. I don't believe that he'll go. In this situation, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans because of Derrick Henry. The things that he can do on the ground, play keep away. In the high-octane offense that you're going against Cincinnati, you don't give them the football back. You don't have to worry about it. Well, Chase's return to practice, it sounds like he's going to be able to go this weekend. So I, I, I think with Chase back, look, I think this is a bad matchup for Tennessee. I think if Cincy is able to come out and score quickly in this game, like th- th- that style, that offensive approach for Tennessee doesn't bode well when you're playing behind. Then you're going to ask Ryan Tannehill to do more. I'm going to say not real. I'm going to take Cincy to win this game. I'm actually saying not real as well at this point because if Jamar Chase is back and Burrow said yesterday that he expects his favorite receiver to be back this week, then we're talking about a Cincinnati team that really feels like it's getting hotter as the season goes on and also now healthier and has that dynamic weapon back. I'll go Cincinnati if he's back. Houston is plus 13 and a half at Miami. Be careful, Key. Key. A lot of points here, Amber. Real or not real, Key, Houston wins this week. Win the points or win the game? Win the game versus your favorite team in the NFL, Miami. Well, look, here, here's what I would say. It's not real, although they'll go in there and they'll fight against the team in South Florida and try to beat them, but it's too much. The, the, the team in South Florida just has too much offensive firepower. They got two dynamic receivers. They have a quarterback that's playing pretty good football. Their defense just needs to you know, stiffen up a little bit if they want to make a real run down the stretch and make it to the playoffs the way that we all envision them to. Did that hurt your soul when it you just complimented like Tua a little bit there? Like you said, like pretty it. good football. That was kind of a compliment. Did that okay, hurt what your you soul? Okay, what you want to say? Great, Amber? I mean, I mean like, gee. I mean, the man is the in the MVP like, discussion. I could say the sky is blue. You guys say, no, it's not. It's light blue. Like, what? you, you guys are unbelievable. Ah, uh, Amber. 
So frustrating. You just got sometimes you got to let it go. Oh, Jay, uh, it's you not real. Be quiet. You're not even a Dolphins fan. What, what, I'm, I'm, you well, turned him into one. I, I've been the one who's been happy about Miami and their success, and you seem to not be happy about it. Seems like every oh, chance God, you get, we go with the you're telling everybody that you know two was going to be the first guy benched, and you know, I did not Ty, tell Tyreek Hill is in the top. Telling just, that I, damn lie. You know, I'm just if you don't stop. Uh, anyway, back to our game. Not real. This is Tua versus Kyle Allen. And it seems like, you know, look, I, I get it. The Texans have thrown in the towel at this point. They're in a C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young quarterback chase. Uh, I think they actually cover as well, Amber. Yeah, I mean, the Texans don't even want this to be real. It is very much <laughs> not real with the Dolphins coming off the bye. Davis Mills has been benched now for the Texans. It ain't real. It ain't happening. Texans have no hope. No hope. They're not even trying to have hope. They don't want it. You know what they have hope of? Of being the top pick in the next NFL draft. That's mm-hmm. that's their hope. You hope. always have hope in professional sports, man. Just throwing seven, in the winning zero, word zero, zero. of the hour. Yeah. We're playing real or not real. Underdogs who will win this week. Chicago plus six at the Jets. Key real or not real. Chicago wins this week. Not real. I think Mike White is on to something at the quarterback spot. Zach Wilson's bench uh, pushed to the third spot. At the quarter, and that means that he will probably be inactive this week. Joe Flacco will be the backup, and then we don't know what's happening with Justin Fields. And if Justin Fields was to play, he's banged up and most likely won't play. I think the Jets are a better football team right now than the Chicago Bears. The Jets should win this game. Yeah, Justin Fields not playing this weekend. That's what I've heard from people around Shy. Um, I'll, I'll say not real because I think either Mike White or Joe Flacco, I think the Jets are a team that actually – they start to find a little bit of a groove offensively. And I think this team's going to see uh, with Mike White on the field a lot of things that <laughs> they haven't seen with Zach Wilson on the field, frankly. Uh, if you were tuned into this show yesterday, you know that I'm vehemently against the Jets having benched Zach Wilson. If you missed it, check out the podcast. Everybody loved it in my mentions yesterday. But uh, I will say this. They are now going up against a terrible Chicago defense. It sets up quite well for Mike White to look like it's a good decision here, the decision that Robert Sala made to go with him. And without Justin Fields, I don't think that Chicago has a chance. Chicago absolutely should sit Fields. Sit him for multiple games. Sit him until the bye. Go ahead and rest him. The season's a wash anyways, but you know you got your guy. You got to protect him. Next, Pat. Baltimore at Jacksonville. Jacksonville plus four. Key real or not real? Not real. Okay. (laughs) Not real. Move along. You don't think it's real, Key? No, man. Jacksonville ain't beat no Baltimore. Not gonna happen. I mean, Baltimore hasn't been flawless. It's not like Baltimore has been like a dominant. I don't like the way they've looked offensively. Yeah, they've been looking offensively like that outside of Lamar running the football. Whatever they, I mean, that's who they are. They are who they are. Yeah, but that's the problem. They're one-dimensional. Yeah, I yeah, still they haven't I, been I still, able to stop them yet. I still think their their defense will be the X factor in this whole thing, Amber. So I'm still going to say not real, but I, it's not as quick just to be like, yeah, not real. It, I, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think it's nearly as cut and dry as Key just bet, made it. Bet now, on given, it, then, Jay. Place I a just bet. I just picked your side. Did you listen to what I said? He did well, ultimately pick your side, dude, man. but it's not it's, as cut. No, no I said just said as, that. I said it's not as cut and dry. Uh, oh, I, I ain't placing any money on shit. nothing, though. I ain't got Keyshawn Johnson money. But the point is that to me, this is more about the Jags than it is about the Ravens. I mean, the Jags are sitting at three and seven. I just don't have the belief in the Jags necessarily to get it done. But that doesn't mean to me that I'm a stamp of approval here on Baltimore. I think they've got their problems, so they could get caught any given, right, Pat? Yeah. 
We're playing Absolutely. real or not real underdogs who will win this week. Chargers at Arizona. Arizona plus three key real or not real. Arizona wins this week. Not real. I think the Chargers are a good football team. They ran up against Kansas City last time we saw them. And when you think about it, this football team is trying to get everybody off their back. They're sitting at five and five right now. They lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now they got an opportunity to go up against a battered Arizona Cardinal team in Arizona. I like San Diego. I like the Los Angeles Chargers in this one. I like the Chargers too, so not real. I think Mike Williams still up in the air. But Keenan Allen being back on this team just adds such a different dynamic to this offensive unit. And it gives Justin Herbert his main target back. I think offensively their upside is higher. I'll take the Chargers to win. Uh, this this is a, a slightly tougher one, I think, than maybe we're giving it credit for here because I, these two teams have both been hard to evaluate all season long. Mm-hmm. But I feel like things have to start changing here for the Chargers. They've certainly been underperforming this season. I think where all of our expectations were coming into this season, I feel like they got to get it going. And if you got to get it going or keep it going anyways and keep building, you got to do it against this Cardinals team that's been even more disappointing than this Chargers team this season. Amber, huh? who, who's the better coach, Amber? Brandon Staley or Cliff Kingsbury? Oh, goodness. This is like the battle of the bad <laughs> Brand- coaches. That's a conversation. I'm going to take mean, Brandon Staley. Would you? I mean, yeah. I have yeah. – I no, have I my questions there. I don't know if I would. See, I don't know if I would, honestly. Here, here, you know why I would, though? You want to know why? Why? Because Brandon Staley got the job because he was a good defensive coordinator in the NFL. Cliff Kingsbury got the job because he's a bad head coach at Texas Tech. Jeez. That's fine. But I did see Cliff Kingsbury dominate the regular season yes. last season for a huge majority of it. And Brandon Staley has left me with a lot of questions about his decision-making, and a lot of those losses might be squarely on Brandon Staley's shoulders. Also, man, when you have Justin Herbert under center. Covers up a lot, get it in the Well, and you can't – but you also can't get it done in the win-loss column. Like – the yeah. battle of bad coaches got it. The battle of bad coaches, though. Pat, All we right. got time for one more? Yeah, one more real quick. Underdogs who will win this week. Green Bay plus six and a half at my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Key real or not real, Green Bay wins this week. Key. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say not real. I'm going to just say not real. You got thumb issues. Not sure if Romeo Dobbs, where he's at health-wise. Green Bay is is a team that really doesn't have an identity. One week they're running football crazy. The next week they're trying to throw it everywhere. The defense wants to play sometimes. Sometimes they don't. I, I'm going to say it's unreal. Philadelphia is on a mission, and it'll be good to see Jalen Hurts in, in company back at action. I mean, didn't you guys know that Aaron Rodgers is dealing with a thumb issue? Like, how, is, how are they supposed to win with that? Broken thumb. He's yeah, been winning with it, though. He's also been losing with it, but yeah. he's had it for months on end. Hence today. sarcasm, Amber. Um, yeah, it, it's um, – look, I, I'll still take the Eagles here. At the end of the day, like Aaron Rodgers is a guy that can turn that light switch on. I Like I said before, though, even when they beat the Cowboys, to me that was more of an outlier. I, I think this team is a long way away from being a top-tier team in the NFC. I think it's a long way away. I, I do think, though, that they could catch the Eagles if you're just talking about a given game. I mean, the Packers in have been Philly, though, In like, Philly, though? In Philly, you think that's, that one? No, that's the problem, right? But if we're talking real or not real underdogs who could get it done, I'm not saying that my money would be on them to get it done, but I do feel like the Packers, because you never can fully count out Aaron Rodgers, even if his right thumb is broken. <laughs> right? I mean, you can never fully count out the Yeah, I think, I think that, that not maybe. fully counting out Aaron Rodgers' boat has already taken off from yeah. the dock. Well, right? all right. We've well, been holding on to that one for 
Oh, we can't ever count him out, can he? And it just doesn't I mean, look it hasn't good. been that long we've been holding on to that one. He did win the MVP last season. I mean, and it, oh, he won it the season back before. Back-to-back MVP, yeah. This one, uh, a little bit different the way this season has gone through 12 weeks. But, again, it's hard for me to ever fully count out Aaron Rodgers. Also, that running game, they did figure out that recipe against the Cowboys. So we'll see uh, if they can get it done against a very tough Philadelphia Eagles team. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson filling in for Max Kellerman. Triple eight, say ESPN. That's how you get in touch with us. 888-729-3776. Hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Are the Vikings a legit Super Bowl threat? We want to know. Call us. We love when you call us. Triple eight, say ESPN. Are the Vikings legit? That after Jay has this word from Omega. Small business owners want to know the secret to navigating the employee retention credit. Trust in Omega Accounting Solutions to help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you may pay during the pandemics. You may even be eligible to receive up to a $26,000 per employee if you continue to pay employee wages during COVID. All it takes is a quick and easy free 10-minute ERC consultation to find out if you qualify or not. It's that simple. In fact, the date from onboarding to filing is just 30 days CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. They're that knowledgeable and efficient. And with over 15 years of experience in financial management, business leadership and corporate strategy combined, you can count on Omega every step of the way. To take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit, or if you have any specific ERC questions, call 800-704-2000 or visit omegataxcredit.com before the filing window closes or funds run out. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So the Minnesota Vikings, they get another dub yesterday against the New England Patriots, 33-26. to The Vikings are now sitting at 9-2 and on the season, and despite that record, 
people are still questioning whether the Minnesota Vikings are a legit Super Bowl contender. We asked that question to Rob Ninkovich, ESPN's NFL analyst. He was on with us earlier in the show. If you miss anything on the show, you can always check out the podcast on the ESPN app. Here was Nink's answer. I kind of like the way that they play as far as they've had a lot of one-score games. I think they have the most one-score victories in the league right now. And that is something that in the playoffs, like you're, you have to be able to handle certain situations where every possession that you have the football, you have to either score or have a stop defensively. And, you know, last night I think it was a great – it was an entertaining game. I know there's some – controversial calls, whatnot, with, with, you know, some of the things that happened. But um, I think that they probably have a better shot of, of becoming a, a team that you got to respect and having a deep playoff run than being one and done in the playoffs. That question was set up by Jay. Excellent question, by the way, by Jay Williams, because he we had asked him whether it's more likely to get bounced – from, for the Vikings from the first round of the playoffs or them go to the Super Bowl. So Nink obviously thinks it's more likely at this point with them sitting at 9-2 and two with these close wins that they are a true Super Bowl contender. So now we are asking you, are the Vikings legit? Give us a call. We love it. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Maurice is in Kansas. Maurice, mm-hmm. are the Vikings legit? The Vikings are definitely legit. Because, like they said, the consistency with which they have played, they've only had two games that they lost. And, I mean, realistically speaking, when you think about it, as long as you get to the playoffs, you're a legit contender and you got a chance. Look at Cincinnati. Yeah, but, I mean, every team, key, thinking every team that makes the playoffs as a legit Super Bowl contender. I mean, I understand Maurice's argument there. And to his point, nobody had the Bengals in the Super Bowl until they were in the Super Bowl, until we saw it happen in the postseason. So, yes, any team has an opportunity to get there that's in the postseason, yeah. but it's hard yeah. to believe in every team that gets to the postseason. No, 100%. You, you're 100% right, right? Uh, Cincinnati was a, a not a Super Bowl favorite contender, whatever you, whatever you want to call it last year. Neither were the Raiders, but Cincinnati came out of the AFC. The Philadelphia Eagles made it to the playoffs, and they went home because they ran up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So they were never legitimate Super Bowl contenders. I feel like Minnesota is a legitimate Super Bowl contender, although I don't think that they're going to – I don't think they're better than the Cowboys because it's a bad matchup. I don't think they're better than San Francisco because I think it will be a bad matchup because of the defensive front that uh, San Francisco has that could create problems. If Tampa Bay, for some reason – starts to play a little bit better on a consistent basis. I don't think the defense they can handle if Tampa Bay's defense is legit. Philadelphia's already got them once this year. But I do think that they are a playoff team. And depending on who they draw and where they and where they draw that team at will uh, will depend on whether or not they go far. Right? I mean, if they what if they play uh, yeah. C- Seattle in the playoffs? What does that look like versus a Dallas Cowboy team that we already see hung 40 on them? But, Jay, isn't it, isn't it kind of always about matchups? Jay, I mean, I feel like when I talk about a Super Bowl contender, it's like the team that I feel like is going to rise above whoever they draw. Well, I also say this too, Amber. Like, you know, when we talk about what Cincinnati did last year, Joe Burrow was prolific. Prolific. So you talk about what the value proposition is, what the value opportunity here is. Nobody questions the talent 
on Minnesota. And you could talk about their O line because we saw them get destroyed against Minnesota uh, against Dallas. That would uh, their D line, yeah, O line because how many times Kirk got sacked. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like this is a chance for Kirk Cousins to prove to the world that like I- I'm not, you know. That guy that this whole narrative has been built about for so many years, right? And I, I actually am deserving of that bigger contract that I got back in the day. So that's what I see here. Well, yeah, speaking- when, when you look, though, Jay, and you look at Cincinnati from a year ago, they should have lost to the Raiders. Yeah, but they didn't, Key. I, I understand that. But, but if you're looking at that football game and you're watching the game, the Raiders played better than Cincinnati and lost. Tennessee Taunton, Tennessee Taunton's, oh. The Tennessee Titans played better than Cincinnati, and they lost. Yeah, and, and so you, you things got balls got to bounce your way. Things got to happen. They were they were on their way to losing that game if Ryan Tannehill doesn't get a ball to them in in two consecutive drives. He gave well, a ball to them. Well, and Jay just mentioned the problems with this Vikings O line against the Cowboys. I mean, certainly Cincinnati. So O-line had problems all of last season and even in the postseason, still made it to a Super Bowl with some of those problems. Let's get to another phone call here. Triple H, say ESPN. Roe is in Phoenix. Roe, thanks for the call. Are the Vikings legit? Good morning. Good morning, folks. Um, no, nah, man, Vikings are pretenders. You got to figure, last night with uh, New England, they should have put the foot down and blew out the Patriots because, according to, you know, the pros and stuff, the Vikings should have should have won forty to three against New England because New England ain't playing on all cylinders yet. Their Patriot the Patriots defense is legit, but Kirk Cousins, come on, man! Like, well, think, what has Kirk Cousins done to? to well, Ro, and thanks for the call. We're up against it, but I I think that the fact that you mentioned that the Patriots defense is legit is why this would be considered an okay win even if we feel like we have questions a lot of questions about that Patriots offense we're going to continue to get to your phone calls give us a call let us know are the Vikings a true Super Bowl contender triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776 that coming up next after nothing we have no live read here just stay (laughs) with us we'll be right back Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN radio Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. It's the telephone, man. Sang it. You are listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. You can also watch us on ESPNU. KJM is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. We are taking your phone calls. We are talking about the Minnesota Vikings. They are 9-2 and two on this season, but are they a legit Super Bowl contender? Give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN. Skyler is in Kentucky. Skyler, what say you? Hey, everybody. Uh, I love your coverage. Um, my whole thing, just to comment on what's been said already, um, I don't think that the Vikings are pretenders, but there's just too many narratives for me around Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm a Peyton Manning fan. Even he had the knock against him in the playoffs. And when you get there, these one-score games that he's winning here in, in the regular season, first of all, there's a lot of games left. A lot could still happen. But you see defenses, you know, step up. You see a lot of clutch quarterbacks really have to, to play harder and bring their game up. He's not playing like Hurts. I don't think they're going to play as well as people think in the playoffs. They, I mean, I think that they're definitely a playoff contender. I think they're definitely going to get there, but how deep they go, like it's too soon to say that they're Super Bowl caliber. I think that we got to see more from Cousins. I mean, he's had the knock about playing in, in big games. He's had the knock about, about being clutch in games. He's had the knock about being good in the postseason. That next level, I got to see more from him in that first round before I can start saying that they're going to be legit long term. Jay, are we just being haters? Because a lot of people feel the way that Skyler feels. But we're also having this conversation off of a 30 for 37, 299 yards passing, three touchdown day from Kirk Cousins yesterday against the Patriots. And we're all still sitting here for whatever reason, despite the chains and the shirtless video, hating on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> um, Jay, why are you hating on Kirk Cousins, man? When did when did I start hating on you Kirk didn't. Cousins? Skyler did. I'm just saying, as a general population, I feel like well, we tend to have that conversation. Like we're all questioning it, and well, we're questioning it coming off of a good performance from Kirk. Because yesterday. Amber, like, let's be honest. When you got, you have a lot of former players that sit up there and say, you know, it, first off, it was the money, right? So, in reality, being an athlete, 
Like, you get the money that the market dictates for you. And as every athlete, like, you want to see your fellow athletes get as much money as possible, right? Because nobody knows how long you can play this game. So the money doesn't really equate to the talent there level of Kirk Cousins, but it was the timing of it. So that, that leads number one. Primetime games, that record speaks for itself. So there is this history, this narrative, that it has gone along with Kirk Cousins. And the only way that Kirk Cousins could ever break that is to win a Super Bowl. Like, and this year sets him up to throw all those other narratives outside out the window because we all know that it's about you need luck to win this thing and you need talent and you need a lot of things to go your way. So what is it lending to this season? A lot of things have been going Minnesota's way with the exception of, you know, that blitz that they got the other day from the Dallas Cowboys. You still feel like they find ways to win close games. So like that's, that's why the value proposition is here for Kirk Cousins to change his entire legacy this season. Now, whether you believe it or not, that's up to you. But the opportunity is here. There's no better chance that Kirk Cousins could have in his career than this season coming up. All right, let's bring in somebody from Key's neck of the woods to help with this conversation. Robert is in Los Angeles. So is Keyshawn Johnson. Robert, are the Minnesota Vikings legit? I got to give you a big heck no. Okay, because... Kirk Cousins, he gave up on the Washington football team or whatever you want to call them. You got elite quarterbacks out there, and I have a dark horse in the NFC. I say that the Atlanta Falcons make it to the Super Bowl. What? Also, the J-E-T-S-S-S in the AFC. So I'm hoping for either the Dirty Birds or the Jets to take flight. Key. Whatever you the do, Falcons don't mortgage off your home, man. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> so not, so neither of the – I mean, the Jets, though, Key, you know, you've been saying that they're a good team, right? They, and they, they, are, they, they are a good team, but they're not a Super Bowl team. They're a good football team. Man, I know the ball can bounce any way. The Jets are on a team that could go – they're not going to win the division. So that means they got to go on the road three times to get to the Super Bowl and then go to Arizona to be in the Super Bowl. That's not – I mean, I get it. It's not going to happen. We're not talking – this is not the Baltimore Ravens or Ray Lewis's years. This is not that. So, no, not going to happen. Rick is in Virginia. Rick, are the Vikings a legit Super Bowl contender? Oh, my gosh. They sure are. Their record is who they say they are. And if you remember, what was the game of the year so far? Vikings beating Buffalo. What more do you want? They got a nine and two record. What more could you possibly want? Thank you. Yeah, I mean that's true. They got a nine and two record. I mean, it's just that again, it doesn't feel for whatever weird reason, and that's because it's a new head coach. It's Kirk Cousins. It, you know, it's the how you like me now. It's getting the money like Jay said. <laughs> All of that, and that's why people don't really believe in Kirk Cousins. There's two teams. And all of it's not on Kirk. There's two teams they lost to, Philadelphia and the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? they Both of them basically took them to the woodshed and X'd out their top receiver in Justin Jefferson, made him just go away. So when you look at that, you're sitting there saying to yourself, eh. And if it wasn't early season against the Green Bay Packers, a few drops in that game, they'd probably lose to Green Bay. And if it wasn't a situation against the, the New Orleans Saints where they were completely depleted, and it took a doink of a field goal over in London. Jay was there at the game, by the way. Um, they would have lost that game, too. Yeah. So it's kind of like you start to look at it and break it down, and that's why I think people feel the way they feel. But see, Amber, let me flip it on you. Can't you say that for all the facts that Key just laid out, there is value 
and learning how to win games ugly. Yes. Like, you know, all these games go back and forth. That, that's what the playoffs are, right? Multiple teams have opportunities to get those inches, to make those detailed plays, to execute, to win a game. It just feels like the Vikings have been more on the side of finding ways to win those games, which to me deserves more credit, uh, uh, right? Well, you find a way to win ugly. Well, a lot of times when you think about Super Bowl teams, Amber and Jay, like you think about the Super Bowl teams that win Super Bowls, one side of the ball typically is extremely good, and the other side is just up and down. Well, Minnesota is not extremely good on either side of the ball. They just figure out a win. And what I mean by that is in recent history, you just look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their Super Bowl. They were extremely good on the defensive side of the ball. The offense was okay. I mean, Tom Brady was a quarterback, but the offense wasn't uh, uh, the greatest show on turf. You go back to the Rams, the greatest show on turf. It was about the offense. The defense wasn't good at all. I played against those teams. So when you think about Baltimore, their defense was good. The offense was nothing at all. And so the Minnesota, though, neither side is, is just like, a, you know, they're just solid. Neither side is elite, but both sides are pretty good, right? So they're balanced they're in that okay. regard. And I, what I would say to this, Key, because you were talking about those losses there to the Eagles and the Cowboys, isn't it a good thing, though, that you lost the two games that you should have lost because those are very, very good teams? Like, it's not like the Vikings yeah, are out here dropping games to lesser teams. That, the only very, teams they've dropped are excellent teams that are also Super Bowl contending teams. That is very true. But guess who you're going to be playing against in the playoffs, though, Amber? Those type of teams. Yeah, That's why those teams are in the playoffs. Right? I mean, you're yeah. going to be playing against San Francisco, you know, Dallas potentially, Philadelphia, uh, 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 Tampa Bay, the way it's looking. Like, you're going to be playing against that type of caliber of a team. I, you are. I, I hear, I, I do find myself, Amber, though, rooting for Kirk Cousins. Like, it, in a way. Like, I just want to see him. There, there, there's no better feeling as an athlete than people telling you what your career is for most of your career, and then you find a way to win a champ, a chip, and then you could actually honestly say, how do you like that? How mm-hmm. do you like that? Yeah, all it would take is him actually doing it in the big moment for us to shut up about how Kirk Cousins can't get it done in the big moment. I mean, frankly, he could do that in these playoffs, frankly, and change that whole narrative, even if they didn't make it to a Super Bowl. I do think that maybe we're a little harsh here on the Vikings. We're having this conversation off of a Cousins day yesterday. That was a good one. The Patriots certainly didn't have an answer yesterday for Justin Jefferson. He even threw a pass there for the Vikings. But Justin Jefferson yesterday, nine receptions for 139 yards and a touchdown that makes them deadly as they head into the postseason more Keyshawn J Will and Max next thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Max the podcast check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN radio Thank you.